everybody. Welcome to Slime and Good Times. It's your host, Walker, and today, boy, do we have a fun-filled... Boy, is it going to be a good podcast today. Got a bunch of stuff to go over. Got some Pirates talk, some Star Wars talk, a little bit of a new segment. Hey, what do you know? New segment. Got some NBA talk, NHL talk, but mainly it's going to be a little bit of buckos at the beginning. We'll get into uh, the NBA playoffs, my favorite teams, some quotes from friends about the playoffs. Uh, we'll talk. We'll give you a recap on what's going on in the NHL podcast, uh, NHL playoffs. Then we'll get into Star Wars with uh, the new video game coming out, um, news coming on in that. Our new segment, it's going to happen every week. Get ready for it. Super excited. We'll talk about some breaking news that happened in the NFL as well, but hey, get ready for a fun-filled and just super dope podcast today. Can't wait. The Pittsburgh Pirates are 16-7. and They're first in the NL Central. Yeah, you heard that correctly. They're first in the NL Central. Let's go, Buckos. What do you say, huh? So, again, I don't know much about baseball. I know, like, the idea. I, I know baseball. But, like, I don't... I'm not going to sit down and break down what the Pirates are doing. I'm not going to be able to dissect the Pirates. I'm not going to be able to give you all the information on the Pirates like I could with the Pens or the Titans or football like that. But I wanted to give you some Pirates talk because they're cruising right now. Cruising. Absolutely on our mission. They're 16-7. and They've won their last five. I think last seven. But I know at least last five. They're cruising. They're going to get more wins. Uh, They're on pace, I think, right now for 113 wins on the season. Um, This is their best start since, I think, 1992. And this is the biggest win streak since 2018. I know I saw that on Twitter a couple times today. Uh, but I want to give you just some stats, you know, um, about what they're doing. Then I'll go into a little bit more um, people, a little bit more talk on certain players. So Brian Reynolds leads the team with batting average at, two, uh, at 294. He leads in RBIs at 18 and hits in 25. Jack Sawinski leads the home runs with five. And Andrew McCutcheon with his on-base percentage of uh, a 381. Leading pitchers, you got uh, Vince Velasquez, I think that's how you say his name, at three wins. Uh, Johan Ovidio at a 2-2-2 ERA. Mitch Keller at 30 strikeouts. David Bedner at eight uh, saves. And then Colin Holderman at uh, eight holds. Uh, so now we're going to get into O'Neill Cruz. Uh, he got hurt sliding into home plate. I can't remember who that was against. Uh, maybe the Mets. Uh, but they he uh, hurt his ankle, I think fractured something there, or uh, hurt his ankle, hurt his leg, and he's going to be out until, um, he'll be out for four months, so he comes back in August. Uh, Brian Reynolds, we're going to talk about Brian Reynolds. Uh, he's due a big signing. I've asked some of my baseball friends um, what kind of uh, contract uh, he should expect to get, you know, if from the, hopefully from the Pirates, keep him here, but if not, what would you expect him to get? I had a couple people tell me, um, about a uh, about twelve mil a year, probably a ten million, uh, not ten million, a ten year, twelve million dollar a year, so about one hundred twenty mil. Probably be closer to one hundred fifty after signing bonuses. I don't know how that works, um, in baseball. I don't know how the contracts work as compared to like uh, hockey or football or basketball because I know there's like huge like ten fifteen year deals that like that bring down the. Uh, AAV, but then also you have them for a long time. I know like people still are getting paid from like the, like the early 2000s on teams. But yeah, he's also, oh yeah, Brian Reynolds also is out on bereavement. One of his family members died. 
I couldn't figure out what happened, like who it, uh, who it is, but I know he's out on bereavement right now. They called up um, a player to replace him. That was in the minors for like a thousand games or something. Uh, next, we're going to go on to the NBA talk. And boy, do we have some NBA talk to talk about. We'll start with my Los Angeles Lakers. They are. Um, they're up two games to one against the Grizzlies after a huge monumental uh, win in game three. That was a, I watched the end of that game. I had some stuff going on, so I couldn't watch the whole game. But a big win. Anthony Davis looked good. LeBron, I mean, the whole squad looked good. John Morant, though, took over in the fourth when they were down and out. Ended up with 45, uh, 45 bones, 45 points in that one. Um, but they need to win. I think they, I mean, they, you need to win every game. But if they need to win game four to kind of put this series uh, away, a uh, 3-1 series. So I, th- I think if they win here, it's in Los Angeles. You go back, you might drop one. Hopefully, hopefully you drop just one. Uh, hopefully game five is the one you drop. And then you go game six, win it in Memphis. I think uh, I think it'll be actually be back in L.A. So it goes home, it goes... Um, Lakers were away, away, home, home, away, home. I think is how it goes. But they need to win. Um, yeah, Anthony Davis right now is cooking. Um, he's looking good. Austin Reeves looks really good. Off, um, looks really good. You got. I think the starting five for the Lakers is D'Lo, um, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, LeBron, Vanderbilt, Anthony Davis with Schroeder coming off as I think the sixth man. But they look really good um, right now on ESPN. Uh, the Lakers are at a fifty-three point two percent chance to win. Uh, it says it's it says that Anthony Davis and LeBron and Schroeder are doubtful to play, but I don't believe that. So I, I just don't see that happening. Um, but game one went to LA, one twenty-eight, one twelve. Let's see here. Uh, Rui Hachimori. Hachimori uh, with 29 was the leading for the Lakers. Game two, they lost by 10. LeBron with 28. And then game three, uh, a 10 point win with Morant having 45, Anthony Davis having 31, 17 rebounds, and seven assists. So, yeah, big game today for LA. Uh, I think they need to win this to really kind of close out the series, even though they won't win the series officially. But it's a good stamp and it's a good way to go in the right direction. Um,. So, yeah, but the Warriors will go on to the next series of the Warriors-Kings. Um, it's kind of funny. King, both Kings are in the playoffs for uh, Sacramento. Well, it's actually Los Angeles Kings and Sacramento Kings, but, you know, they play pretty similar. Um, let's take a look here. That was last night, I believe. Yeah, Warriors won by one. We're down 2-0. Look kind of bleak. Now they're back to 2 uh, Curry with uh, 32. Uh, Fox with 38. Look for that series to potentially go seven. Um, Celtics Hawks Boston leads three one. Uh, Tatum with 20, 31. Trey Young with thirty five. Uh, Boston should clean up next next game in the series there. Timberwolves um, were down three zero. Now it's three one. They won last night in overtime against the Nuggets. Don't expect the Wolves to to go seven or to win the series. Could go six. Could win another one here, and then they close it out in Game 6. Uh, tonight, again, Memphis Grizzlies, Los Angeles Lakers are on TNT at 10. At 10. Ugh, don't want to watch it. Ah, that's that's late. That is late. Don't like that. Uh, Bucks Heat tonight. I could see the Bucks winning. I think I think Giannis is out for this game. 
Is Milwaukee that predicted to win? I thought he was out for game four. I think he's out for game four. ESPN's been really weird. I think Giannis is out for game four, so I'm look. They could lose this series if Giannis doesn't come back. Yeah, Milwaukee is still a seven and a half point favorite, though. So he could be in. I could be wrong here. Um, if Giannis is in, Milwaukee wins. If not, I think they lose. Uh, then tomorrow, uh, Hawks Celtics. Celtics should finish that series. Hopefully, the Nuggets beat the Timberwolves tomorrow and clean that series up. And then Phoenix will is a twelve point favorite against the Clippers. So that series is going. Suns. Uh, so yeah. And then that should wrap up. Knicks Cavs is a series I forgot about. I think Knicks are going to end up winning in in five. I think it just depends who's how they play. I guess every game in basketball, you come out hot or cold, um, it could change the whole dynamic of everything. But no, I look forward to seeing these games. It's been a good playoff series so far. Uh, now we're going to switch. Oh, uh, here's some predictions I have for you from my friend Tyler Britton. He's in my fraternity with me. Uh, Britt, Tyler Britton, uh, we call him Britt. He says that the Bucks or Celtics are going to win the East. That is from him. That's a straight quote straight quote from him. And he says, look for the Suns to win out of the West. I'm a Lakers guy, so I'm Lakers. But Tyler Britton, basketball extraordinaire, says Buck, uh, Bucks, Celtics, and the East. Nuggets to win in five. And the Suns to win. Interesting, coming from Tyler Britton. Thank you, Tyler, for that great inside information. And now we're going to switch to uh, another playoff um, atmosphere of uh, the NHL. Tonight, tonight's games go. Uh, Devils-Rangers. Rangers up 2-1. Look for the Devils to tie. I don't see the, the, they're a young team, uh, the Devils. Look for them to tie this series and potentially win in seven. Maple Leafs uh, lightning uh, Maple Leafs win, or not win, uh, they're up 2-1 against uh, Tampa. I like Tampa to win this series just due to the fact they have Andre Vasilevsky, and I'm, I think in playoffs it's goaltenders, and I think the Lightning are going to I think Lightning should win in 6 or 7. Uh, Golden Knights-Jets, that was a great, if you watched uh, Game 3, Golden Knights won in uh, overtime after a crazy sequence of events. Uh, this one's tough because I haven't watched much Golden Knights or uh, Jets hockey. Um, I still go Jets. I'm going to stick with my philosophy. I think Connor Hellebuck is a better goaltender, and I think that's what's going to win. Avalanche, Kraken. I'm going Avalanche. Uh, I lo- I really like uh, Nathan McKinnon. I think Nathan McKinnon and Kel McCarr are probably my two non-favorite pen players. I really like, my, uh, I like how they play. They're fast, physical guys. Can put the puck anywhere. So that's for tonight, and then I'll wrap up. To, I'll wrap up our hockey talk with tomorrow's stuff. Islanders Hurricanes. Uh, yeah, Hurricanes are gonna win tonight. No, tomorrow night. I'm sorry. Should win the series there, and then Wild Stars. Look for the Wild to win because I'm a big Mark Andre Fleury guy. So I hope the uh, Wild win tomorrow. The series is tied two two, and then Kings Oilers. Um, go Kings. Let's go Kings. What do you say? I think they're going to win the series in six. I just, yeah, win the series in six or seven. I I could be wrong, so don't quote me on this. Don't go to FanDuel, DraftKings, bet, uh, bet MGM. Don't don't go with these, with these with these locks, man. These are not locks. These are what I predict. But that will wrap it up for some playoff hockey talk. 
and we'll get into some Star Wars talk. Now, we're going to start with the new uh, Jedi Survivor video game coming out. is a sequel. Um, it's a sequel game that features Cal Kestis. Um, let, me look, let me look up some of the details for you just so uh, you guys are informed. It comes out, I think, this Friday. Um, yeah, it comes out this Friday. It is a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, it is scheduled to come out, um, yes, this Friday, uh, April 28th, 2023. And it's going to be a doozy, let me tell you. Uh, the storyline, I'm, I'm not quite sure on. Uh, I might have to ask one of my Star Wars insiders on the um, on the plot here. But the, what I've understood is it takes place, I think, five years after Fallen Order. Cal Kestis and the, uh, I think, Mantis group has kind of disbanded, going in separate ways. Um, it's a very interesting game. Um, it's a lot more open world. That's what they said. Is It's a lot bigger than um, the, the previous game. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I, I do like this open world feel. I wish they made a more open world game without a storyline. To where if I, like, if they played and made Star Wars Battlefront, um into a more of an open world game i think i would buy the heck out of it i would love it uh it'd be so fantastic i probably would never play i would never stop playing you'd catch me up at 5 a.m playing because i like star wars um but no it should be a good game i'm excited to buy it um so i don't want to buy it. i'm gonna watch the reviews on it first because it just seems kind of weird with the gameplay how the gameplay kind of is i did see the trailer had battle droids and boy let me tell you I like fighting Battle Droids. I'm a big Battle Droid fan myself. So it should be good to see. Um, I'm really excited for what's going on there. So look for Fallen Jedi. Uh, not Fallen Jedi. Sorry. Jedi Survivor um, this Friday, April 28th. It's going to be big on the uh, download. Let's see how much memory it's going to cost you. Let's see. Mem- memory. Here we go. It says... It's going to require a whopping 155 gigabytes of hard drive space. So that can tell you right there about how big the game truly is. So, you know, you're going to clear some space, delete some old games you got, you know, and get rid of it if you want to play this game because you're going to need a lot of storage for it. Now we're going to get into the Mandalorian season finale. And let me tell you, we got spoilers here. So put on that spoiler siren. Wee woo, wee woo, because there will be spoilers. If you do not want to hear the spoilers, uh, stop now. And you can probably skip forward. Um, I will try. I can't put timestamps in anything. But if you don't want to hear spoiler talk, just do a little um, hold down, drag the button, and get down to the segment you want to hear. Here we go. Mando season finale was a fan of. I felt like it culminated the entire series and everything it's built and kind of put everything in a nice neat bow and tied it off it was beautiful i don't hate star wars i i'm not gonna say i hate a lot of star wars things i don't i really don't i love star wars the only thing i don't like is is the last jedi so this to a friend today i don't like it i never will and you can't convince me you killed my favorite character and luke you i think that they use force awakens to set up everything perfectly and they screwed us, and they bent us over, and they gave it to us. Let me tell you, they did that, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, so I think that's the best way um, 
that's the way to describe that. And I think that what they're doing now with Star Wars is beautiful. It's amazing. It's perfect. I everything that they've made so far has been a hit. I have not gotten into Andor. That's not their fault. It's mine. It's just kind of I just have been lingering around and getting into it. But I will eventually get into it, and I'll give you my review on that when it comes out. When I finish it, not when it comes out. But I loved Mandalorian season finale. Um, killing Moff Gideon. I really wish it would have been with the dark saber. I'm, I I hate that they killed they they broke it. I wanted just a quick jab right through him. Oh, would have been fantastic. But you can't get everything you want. Um, but no, I mean you know, it's one of those things to where you know you get excited and you just can't get everything you like, which sucks because a lot of people said they hated it and i'm like you can't say you hate it because it was beautiful mandalorian's been amazing since episode one from i can bring you in warm i can bring you in cold ever since then amazing great stuff but no mandalorian season finale was beautiful mandalorian itself is beautiful i can't wait for the movie that they're coming out with that's gonna be fantastic dave floney john favreau perfect job on what they've done so far all right, now it's got time to wrap up the Star Wars talk. I'll give you a little, little hint, not hint, um, but Return of the Jedi Episode Six will be in theaters Friday for 40th anniversary. Very excited! I will be going. Uh, I myself will be going. Very excited to go. Again, I love Star Wars. Love seeing it on the big screen. So, uh, Return of the Jedi is Friday, 28th of April. Get ready for it. go get your fallen, um, go get your Jedi survivor, and hey, go watch a movie while you're at it. All right, now we're gonna go into, um, um, we're gonna go into NFL talk, and then after NFL talk, we will get into my new favorite segment that I've made. Thank you, Jared, for help on. I wouldn't say help. Uh, I asked him a few questions, and he and he gave me some answers I wanted to hear. So it's good to hear. All right, we'll get into it. NFL talk. Breaking news out of the NFL: Aaron Rodgers has been traded to the New York Jets. Give me one second. I gotta find. I had it on here. I'm gonna find it. Oh, and we'll ha- we'll add on. Um, well, I'll be in part of this one. Let me find if I can. Adam Schefter would be the guy I need. It's Adam Sandler. Adam Schefter. Here we go. This is the right one. Here we go. I need you. Here we go. All right. The trade conversations is the New York Jets get Aaron Rodgers, the fifteenth pick. And a 2023 fifth round pick, number 170. The Packers get number 13, a second rounder this year at number 42, a sixth rounder at 207, a conditional second round pick for next year of the 2024. Uh, that pick becomes a first if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the plays. Um. So it's good to see that uh, that trade finally went through. For some reason, I thought it went through a lot sooner, but it's official as of uh, me telling it to you. Now we're gonna break that trade down. Now we're gonna bring out. We're gonna bring it down real good for you. Um, again, Adam Schefter tweeting that out. So basically, this is what the Packers get. They move up two spots. They get an additional second rounder. And they're basically going to get it first. Unless the Jets screw them out or Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, they're getting an extra first for next year. Now, what do you do with that if you are the Packers? Let's think. 
you have a quarterback in Jordan Love. If you are committed to Jordan Love because you drafted him in the first round a few years ago, you need weapons for him. You have Aaron Jones as your running back. I think Andre Dillard. Not Andre Dillard. A.J. Uh, Dillon, I'm sorry. A.J. Dillon um, as your other running back. Who's your receivers? You have Alan Lazard. Um, C.J. Watson. Is Alan Lazard still a Packer? Because I could have swore. I could have swore he was traded. Let's see. He is... Huh, he is a Jet. He is a Jet. So you need a wide receiver. If you're at 13 and sitting there, you guys see how the boards fall? Look for... Jackson Smith Najigba falling at 13. Or you take who I think is one of the better receivers in the class at Quentin Johnson. Was really good for TCU. I think he's going to be the guy you go with there. You've been drafting defense for so long. You need to get Jordan Love weapons so you can properly. Uh, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, analyze him. Now, yeah, I think analyze him. So you can properly analyze and make sure, see if this is the guy that's going to take your team forward. If not, you can't do that with no weapons. That's how you get. That's how you. That's how you fuck up and you fuck your franchise. That's how it happens. Um, so I think, you know, I mean, it depends. You need a tight end. You have Robert Tunyon. I think he's still there. Which I don't want to check on that. He's fine. Robert Tunyon's still there. You could get a tight end second round. You could go tackle. You could go guard. You always need guard and tackles. Maybe a corner to help Jair Alexander. But I think you, um, I think you go receiver at thirteen. Uh, next, we'll uh, we'll do a top ten mock draft for you right right here live. Let's type in PFF. I can't do trades like I wanted to do because you have to buy it now. Can you believe that? I was gonna do one for you guys uh, with trades that I was gonna predict. But I can't now because of uh, because PFF decided to uh, make you subscribe and pay for it. But we'll go uh, we'll go one round. Let's see here. Let's go all teams. First round. Enter draft. All right. At number one, I think the Carolina Panthers go Bryce Young. Bryce Young's the answer there. Uh, you get your quarterback of the future, and your setup. I mean, there's not much to talk about with Bryce Young between the him and C.J. Stroud. With, with C.J. Stroud, is I'll get to. I will get to him. I think he's going to fall. I'm a Ohio State fan. Ooh, I call it cramp. Holy crap, I call it cramp. At number two, you take the best edge rusher in the draft. You get Will Anderson. The Houston Texans will take Will Anderson. At three, this is where I'd have a trade. I would have a quarterback needy team such as Tennessee, um, Tampa maybe. That's where I would have them moving up to get a quarterback here. But I'm not paying for something. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm pretty poor as it is. Um, looking at it, I mean, who do you take at three? I'm looking at it. Jalen Carter? Do you like Jalen Carter enough? C.J. Strout, Will Levis? You, you don't need a quarterback because you have... Kyler Murray with that contract. This is tough. This is a tough, tough, tough one. 
you get the best best player, BPA right here. You get Jalen Carter. Work ethic issues are a problem. Um, a lot of things with Jalen Carter. Kind of a scumbag is what I've heard. A bunch of scumbag talk. Uh, but, you know, his production at, at, at Georgia, SEC, big stuff there. And number four, Indianapolis. A lot of talk around Will Levis. Lot, lots of talk to Will, Will Levis. Uh, so I think they go there. They get their quarterback in the future. Now you go on to you go on to um, Seattle, who got this pick from Denver in the Russell Wilson trade. I, I think you go uh, you go Davon Witherspoon, best corner available. You know you got Tariq Woolen, you got Kobe Bryant, R.I.P. Mamba. I think you got you another lockdown corner. At number six. It's the um, it's the what are they the Lions? Excuse me, I was looking at LA. I was like, wait a minute, you got the Lions here. Now, what do they do? This is going to be kind of controversial, but I think it's going to work. Yeah, not I wouldn't say controversial. You just traded Jeff Okuda. What do you need? What do you think needs that, that would fit Dan Campbell's MCDC style? You go get you another corner, Christian Gonzalez. Out of Oregon, I think you go there. All right, number seven. Let's break down the Raiders here. You got no quarterback. You got not one. You got rid of, oh, wait, no, you have Jimmy G. You got Jimmy G. You lost some tackles. You lost some weapons. What do you do? You get the best tackle on the board. You go go get yourself Peter Skronsky. All right, now you got the Falcons. You don't got a quarterback. Don't convince me that Desmond is the answer. When you can sit pretty with C.J. Stroud. You're sitting pretty, and he falls in your lap here. I would do a Titans one where they get him and he falls, but that just seems biased, and we're not biased here at Slime and Good Times. No, sir, we are not. You get C.J. Stroud at eight, best player on the board. Now, this is where it gets really interesting for you. Chicago, you were one. You traded back. And it says on here that your best, your big needs are tackle, center, D-line, and corner. I think what they do is you get one of the best defensive players on the board right now. You go get Nolan Smith. I think he falls. He doesn't. I think it's kind of a reach at nine. You probably could have gone if you traded back again. But he, again, Georgia guy was a was a dog. I'm not talking about a bulldog. He was a dog on that on that team. I think you go there. Now, can I trade now? How does this work? Can I trade now? Uh, nope, it, it's, it popped up. Now, what do you need if you're if you're the Eagles? You just got a Super Bowl loss. You just got Super Bowl. You traded for AJ Brown. You got your guys. What do you do? What do you need? You need a wide receiver. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that to you. You got Devontae Smith. You got A.J. Brown. You can pick up someone and throw in your slot with Jalen Hurts. You're cooking. I think you need more defensive help. You're older. You're getting older. You're going to run out of salary cap. You're going to need some young guys. You go get a call. You, got, you go get Cansey at the, the pit. It's a, it's a bit of a reach, but I think with what you have right now in Philly, you go get Clancy. Now, this is where it gets tough. Now, as a Titans fan, I know what I would do. It depends what you would do. I mean, when you're looking at the board here, 
You got me. John Robinson, you don't need. Don't don't give me none of that Derrick Henry talk. He is the guy. You don't give me that talk. You need wide receiver for Ryan Tannehill. Is this a rebuild? Is this a retool? This is so tough. I think you go and you rock with Ryan Tannehill right now. And you go get Jackson, the best receiver on the board. Now, here you are. (laughs) You just passed up C.J. Stroud at 2. The Texans are now at 12 with the pick pick they got from Deshaun Watson. Who is on the board right now? What do you see? Anthony Richardson has fallen to you at 12. Fallen to you at 12. You get him. He's... He might be a project, but so much. You saw his pro day. It was beautiful. We're going to speed this up a little bit. I'm running out of time. Now, you're Green Bay. What do you need? You need help. You need offense. Like I said, you go get Quentin Johnson, who I think is second best receiver. Jordan Addison not that guy. I don't think you get him. New England. It says quarterback. You got, you got Zappy. You got Mac Jones. You got the running back. You go get yourself a bona fide stud in Paris Johnson. You need some tackle. Offensive line help never hurts to have depth offensive line help. You go get Paris Johnson. Now you're the Jets. What do you need? Tackle and linebacker. I say, I say you don't do that. And you go get yourself a stud in Miles Murphy out of Clemson. You go get you a guy that can get to the quarterback. That's what you do. Now, Washington Commanders. You need a quarterback, it sounds. You need a guard, a center, a linebacker. I think. You go get you a tackle. You go get you a tackle. A uh, wide receiver couldn't hurt. We're looking at the looking at the board here. You go get Luke Vaness and you move him to linebacker. That kid can play linebacker. You go get Luke Vaness out of Iowa. Now the Steelers. A lot of talk here. You get Peasy's kid. Do you get a corner? I think what you do is you go get Brian Branch out of Alabama. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that to you. You go get PZ's kid. Makes sense. Go get him. Joey Porter Jr., Penn State. That's what you get. The Lions are back on the board. Who we pick last time? Who do we pick last time? You got a corner. Now, who did you trade to the Minnesota Vikings? TJ Hawkinson. What do you need to replace him? A tight end. You go get the best tight end on the board in Dalton Kincaid at Utah. Now, you need a quarterback if you're Tampa. Yeah, this is on the pick right now. It's Tampa. But I say, you go get you some You go get you some running back. Oh, wait, no, they have one for that. I think they have one for that. Do they? Let's go look. I'm not sure. Let's see. Leonard Fournette. Where is he? Oh, he's a free agent. Yeah, you go get yourself John Robinson at the Texas. You get you a guy that can run the ball. Baker Mayfield's going to be happy. Now Seattle's back on the board. Who we pick last time? You've got a corner. Devon Liverspoon. Who's our tight end now? Noah Fan, because he got him in that trade for... Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm looking at the board here. Go get your Tyree Wilson. He's supposed to be a top 10 pick. And again, you can't go wrong with defensive guys. 
Now we're on to pick 21 with the Chargers. I mean, it's simple here. You go get you go get Deontay Banks, best corner board, need some corner help, pair him with Asante Samuel Jr. Baltimore. Um, yeah, go get you an edge rusher. But I don't like any edge rusher right here. Go get you some safety help. Odell. No, we're going Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison. Yeah, Jordan Addison to Baltimore. All right, at pick 23. Let's see. I'm, I'm looking at the board, and there's not much on the board now. Kinda. Go get Emmanuel Forbes, Mississippi State. And then here we are with the Jags. You just signed Evan Ingram. Got a bunch of tackles on the board. Fix the offensive line. Get you Brodick Jones at Georgia. Sorry, I got to sneeze. One second. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Allergies. All right, Giants. Brian Branch. Easy pick. Weapon. On defense, of course. Dallas Cowboys. You just lost Dalton Schultz. Go get you tight end. Michael Mayer at Notre Dame. Bills. Bills, Bills, Mafia. Hmm. Go get you a tackle. Darrell, Darnell, Dar- yeah, Darnell Wright. The Bengals need a tight end. Don't reach there, kid. Don't reach. Get you a tackle. No, it's me a tackle. Will McDonald, edge rusher. The Saints get this pick. What are Saints? Well, Saints get this pick. It was San Francisco's Saints pick now. Zay Flowers gets your receiver. Eagles pick again. Who did they get last time? They got Clancy. Need a guard? You get Osiris Torrance, Florida. And then the Chiefs, they're just going to take best player available at this point. They're going to go get Josh Downs, speed wide receiver. Let's see how my how my draft did. Let's see how, how they grade the draft here. Let's see. How do you think? How do you think? What do you think? A, B, C, D? It's taking a while. Let me get a sip. Oh, today's drink is calf. Cherry Coke. <coughs> 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 Went down the wrong hole. Holy crap. Holy crap. Holy. <coughs> that hurt. I don't know what happened. I guess I forgot that to drink. So it's taking a while. So we're just going to get back to our regularly scheduled program. Now, with the Steelers taking... Uh, pieces kid, you fill a need a corner. Still got other places, but with a 32nd pick, it's an extra first rounder basically. It would be the first round, first, it's the first pick in the second round, but the uh, the Dolphins got it forfeited, so essentially it's a 32nd pick in the draft, which is basically a first rounder. So, I mean, you got two first rounders. I don't care what you say, break it down how you want. Uh, you go get Pease's kid. The Titans, though, it's such a different situation. Do you ride with Tannehill? If so, get him weapons. Get him a tackle. Protect him. 
If not, you go get you go get the best quarterback on the board. Hopefully, hopefully you trade off for C.J. Stroud. That's what I would want. What I want. But I'm not an NFL GM. I am just a guy with a podcast with the with the Titans fan. It's Titans fan. All right, now it's time to go to everyone's favorite news segment. What's trending on Twitter? So what? I'm gonna break it down for you. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna open Twitter. I'm gonna scroll, and as I see things pop up. We'll talk about it. Well, actually, we're going to do a little score check here because I think some news is going on here. NBA, nothing's happening now. NHL, Devils up one nothing. All right. Oh, okay. This is a good one. Former WWE and current AEW star CM Punk was backstage for a bit at tonight's Monday Night Raw taping. Interesting. I like that. Just a picture of Ice Spice. <coughs> Let's see. Official Barstool pe- Baseball Power Rankings are Rays, Pirates, Brewers, or, or is that the Orioles? Bra- uh Rays, Pirates, Brewers, Orioles, Braves, Rangers, Mets, Yankees, Blue Jays. Let's see. Let me find. Okay. It says, if the Titans were to trade up for a quarterback, he'd be starting behind one of the worst pass pro offensive lines. And his wide receiver core would be Traylon Burks, Nick Westbrook, Akeem. Yeah, it's very true. We don't have great weapons other than Derrick Henry. The Titans have a reported interest in C.J. Stroud and Will Levis. If it's Will Levis, don't sign me up. Let's see here. It was a fight. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Uh, someone fought a coach. Trending. Tucker Carlson. What's this? <clears throat> what happened to Tucker Carlson? Tucker Carlson was fired by Fox. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, Ime Okudo, uh, the uh, former Celtics head coach, has been uh, that was fired, signed with the Houston Rockets. A lot of Fox Nation, and we don't talk politics in this podcast. No Sir Bob. We don't talk politics. Politics. So not much going on in the new segment of um of uh, what's all trending on Twitter. But uh, Utah Jazz All Star Larry Marketing has won Most Improved Player of the Year. Congratulations, Larry Marketing. Let's see. My headphones are hurting, so we're gonna move those off. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's going to be a great week. I'm very excited, um, very excited for what the draft has to offer and, uh, how it goes. So I get ready for an outstanding podcast next week as we break down the draft. I wish I could do my own draft spectacular, like the goat Pat McAfee. Um, but I can't, you know, be great. I have a lot of stuff going on next year though. Look for that. If we, if we get big. 
There will be one. I'll get Jared. We'll get some friends. We'll get some brews. You know how how you how, keep it. How you doing? Keep moving. Uh, it'll be a great time. Um, so yeah, that is today's podcast. Again, if you have any questions, send them on down uh, over on Twitter. Um, go ahead, like, share, follow the Twitter. You know, tell your friends, tell your cousins, your aunt, uncle, third cousin you haven't seen since three Christmases ago. Let them know about slime and good times. But as of today, this is it. Have a great rest of your week. Have a good draft. Hey, and have a good Star Wars Day. You know what I mean? May 4th coming quick. Have a great Star Wars Day. As always, see you next time.